Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. a parade of techniques today. Terrific. I know. How unusual, huh? (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, so this is, I think, a brilliant idea. We have a student who created a home buyer's portfolio binder. I'll say that again, a home buyer's portfolio binder. And what he's doing is about one week after each closing, he goes and delivers that binder to their house. So what's in it? Like everything, a copy of their inspection, the lender docs, a copy of the contract, and their contact information, like putting all the pieces now that the property is closed, you've got a binder with everything in it. You could even add photographs and things like that. So uh, what a lovely little service to knock on the door of your Uh, buyer after the closing and express caring and give them a package. Just love that. It's going great. People are grateful. I think anytime you visit after the closing, you're telling them you really do care. It wasn't just about the money that you have a relationship. Wouldn't it be nice to have all that stuff in one place? Yeah. For a homeowner? Very. Darn right. Very nice. What a lovely idea. Yeah. What have you got? Well, I have two things. Oh, two things. Is that and, breaking the rules? Yes. And one <laughs> is related to yours, but one okay. is really simple. Okay. Peace of mind on Facebook. Use the unfollow button. Oh, all right. <laughs> that was one of my favorite shares, Parade of Techniques, mm-hmm. this past week. Mm-hmm. But you know what else came out was the value and the, the, effic- the effect of love letters from the buyer to the seller. In a, especially in a multiple offer situation and in a market where it's legal. Right. And we have some loyal listeners. Did you know that? Yes. You know what I would like to ask you to do? Now, this we've never asked this before. I'd like you to collect the most effective love letters your buyers have written to a seller and send them to us. Oh. And we'll get a collection together. Maybe there's some common threads and elements in the real effective ones, and we could share them with our listeners. Okay. Maybe like a great big R-squared team, I thought. So if you don't mind, send them to Mike at FloydWickman.com or to Mary at FloydWickman.com, and somehow we will get the word back to you. Here's what a love letter should contain to have the most positive effect on an offer presentation. Well, we used to teach that in the program. 
Yes. The three steps. So it'd be very interesting to see what comes back and how it compares to what uh, we've we've had we've guided people to do. How cool! All right, I like it. Now it's I time for ask the experts. Have an ask the experts question. Oh, I love this question. I think it is so common today that transactions are difficult to close. <laughs> Would really? you say that's true? Yeah. All right. So we have a student who's got a VA buyer. Um, the seller accepted the offer. The buyer made application at their credit union against the advice of our student, you know, because we would prefer you use a mortgage company that we are familiar with that does a lot of mortgages. Credit unions don't always do a lot of mortgages. And many times, even a mortgage company doesn't do a lot of VA. They do other things. They do a lot of conventional. But VA has more P's and Q's, you know, more more I's to dot and T's to cross. I can attest to that. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, while the buyer made application right away, the credit union processing them, I don't think it's a mortgage rep, but anyway, he kind of dragged his feet getting going, you know, like maybe three, four days. So now the seller's angry. Seller feels like, you know, we should just cancel this buyer if he's not going to do what he said. And and the seller's agents are angry and putting pressure on our students saying, you know, we should, my seller's threatening to walk away and you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And I want a timeline now. I want a timetable of all the steps that are necessary. Well, that's a good idea. What a, um, but a lot of conflict and a lot of pressure. Uh -huh. All right. So what should we do? God, I love when someone comes to uh, a, a, an R-squared call with a, what do I do next, and gets such great advice. So listen to this. My manager used to say this all the time, and it burned into <laughs> my brain. Contracts are between buyers and sellers. Not between agents. Not between mortgage companies and sellers. Not between credit unions and sellers' agents. Contracts are between buyers and sellers. You got to remember that and you can teach that to those other co-op agents. How about this one? This is a lender issue, not a buyer issue. I'm sorry that you, you're, you're pointing the finger at the buyer, but this is not the buyer's fault. They did the application in, in good faith and on in a timely manner. Um, they, they want a timeline. What if you said this? Well, I, I don't have a timeline. But maybe your training director does, or maybe your lender does. I tell you what, here's the credit union rep. Why don't you contact them and see if they have a timeline? Uh, how about this? This is your advice, Michael. I'm sure you would say this. Put all the parties together and solve the problems together. Hey, if there's two people <laughs> involved in a contract, that they talk to each other. When you get 12 people involved, though, it's always... Well, I thought you were going to do that. Mm -hmm. No, I thought you were going to do that. So right? what if you connected all the people and twice a week you had some kind of communications, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays? I'll tell you, transaction coordinators, closing coordinators are worth their weight, weight in gold. gold. You bet. And here, how about this? Delayed closings are normal. Yeah. So here's what someone said. Uh, guess what? You're probably not going to close on time yeah. because you requested a 30-day closing and it's probably not possible to, to have a closing. So you're going to have more problems later. Be proactive about communicating mm -hmm. now. And then what about this one? 
love your enemies. Instead of feeling angry and bitter and yes, yes, they're upsetting you and they're not being nice. What if you forgave them? What if you treated them with love? So anyway, I hope that inspires you to handle all your closing problems. We've got a student right now that has had 10 delayed closings. He yeah. said, I'm tired. I can't get going. I don't want any more pending closings. This is all I can handle. Well, you know, this is sort of related to that, isn't it? That once we get the transaction, the party ain't over. It's just beginning a new, you know, bend in the river here. So that was mixing metaphors. That was probably kind of silly. All right. So what have you got, my love, as the experts? I just wanted to say, you know, kindness doesn't cost anything. It's a really nice point. Well, one of ours is doing the assignments for Business Breakthrough. Well, it better be everybody is doing assignments for and Business Breakthrough. Here's the revelation. I am going to fall short of my transaction goal. For this year? I know it. Okay. However, I blew past my income goal <gasps> four months ago. Oh, wow. Now, isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to do the transactions I set a year ago at Business Breakthrough, but I'm, I blew almost doubled my income goal. Wow. So here's the question. What do I count on for next year? Looking back, my price point this year was way higher. And 35% of my sold listings were at a way higher price point and a higher commission than ever before. What do I count on to do my planning for next year? That's my big challenge. Oh, I, I thought, love what our a, people so much. What a great question. That's a businessman's or a businesswoman's question, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the first piece of advice was, well, you got a great problem. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we should all have that kind of problem. Um, you know, a 14% appreciation rate year to date, that's not sustainable. So why don't you use 2019 numbers? Or why don't you use numbers on a three-year average over the last three years instead of just 2020, which is really an anomaly, which is the bizarre year? <laughs> um, that would be reproducible. And then I, it, it took a different little turn. Okay, sometimes that happens. And someone said, why don't you just give yourself permission to repeat this year? Go ahead and shoot for the moon. What's the worst that could happen? You know, control your beliefs because that's what you can control. You're not going to be able to control what the numbers do, what the market does. How often has Floyd told us that? The economy. Doesn't the have to market, determine. Right. Doesn't have to determine your My economy. Right. Mm -hmm. Will anything ever be normal again? <laughs> no. What a great question. Yeah, and the tide rolls in and the tide rolls out. Nothing lasts. You know that. So do your planning. Maybe take that three-year average. But maybe you have a minimum and a maximum. This is the, the least I want to do next year. And here's what's possible. Because I know I did it this year. Now, are over a third of my listings going to be at that ridiculous higher price point? I don't know. Or at that higher commission? Well, they are if you keep asking for it. 
But what is really going to tell you the tale for next year? I believe it's your sources. It's that second assignment. Where did your business come from? And really look at it. And that's going to tell you if it's reproducible or if it's just something you lucked into. You know, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Oh. Our folks have not stopped working this year. Most have They're never. working harder than ever before. Those that did stop came back and are working harder than ever before. Right. And most of our folks are having a great year, mm -hmm. at least income-wise. Mm -hmm. Now, is there aggravation in Ajita? Mm -hmm. Oh, you bet. <laughs> Hey, what, agita? Agita, yeah. Is that really really a word? That's an Italian word, yeah. It's like heartburn, you know. What? Yeah. Agita. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is some agita uh, getting things closed. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, and I guess you are if you're listening to <laughs> Maybe they shut it off when we started doing vocabulary yeah, words. That's right. You're on the last leg of the assignments before business breakthrough. Wait, if you're in a podcast and you're not on our mailing list and you're not getting our assignments, you can fix that. Mike at FloydWickman.com, Mary at FloydWickman.com. We'll get you signed up so that you get those once a week assignments prior to our upcoming event because we are preparing now for 2021. If you haven't been, <clears throat> well, there's still time. So let us know. And doing the first three assignments is really valuable, but it's that fourth one. Where do you want to go from here? You know, don't worry about how. How you're going to get there, we'll figure out a business breakthrough. But where you want to go, what you want, and why you want it. Put those pieces of the puzzle together now. And then at business breakthrough or for your planning the rest of the year, together. Because together we're better. Together we can solve anything. That's when we'll figure out the how. All right. I like it. See you next week. Have a great week.